Now, with the latest from the world of technology, this is the Tech Guide Podcast with Stephen Fennick. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading once again. Tech Guide. Well, without a doubt, the biggest tech story of the week. Tech Guide. It's a very competitive market, the smartphone market. Keeping you updated and educated. This is a device that combines a tablet, a laptop, and a sketch pad. This is the Tech Guide Podcast. This is the future. Wireless earphones. Tech Guide. What you see is what you get. Quality is obvious. Now, from the studios of techguide.com.au, Stephen Fennick. Tech Guide, episode 265. Hello and welcome to the podcast that keeps you updated and educated about the latest consumer tech news and reviews. Thanks for listening. Thank you for downloading. First-time listeners, we're glad you found us and we hope you enjoy the show. My name is Stephen Fennick and I'm the editor of techguide.com.au. On this week's show, we've just returned from Berlin and we'll wrap up all the announcements from the IFA Tech Trade Show from all the major companies. And Apple has confirmed there will be an iPhone launch event. In the Tech Guide reviews, we're going to check out the new Sphero Star Wars droids and the augmented reality apps that are coming for the iPhone and the iPad. And we're going to wrap things up, as we normally do, with the Tech Guide help desk. And it's all brought to you by Netgear, Australia's number one brand of home Wi-Fi products, and Norton, the company to help keep you and your family safe online. We've got a massive show for you, so we're going to just jump straight in. Well, as I said, I've just returned from the IFA Tech Trade Show. This is an annual event held in in Berlin in Germany, and it is a a, a big gathering of all the major tech companies. Uh, It is a major European influence, of course, a lot of European companies there as well, a lot of appliances at the show also. Uh, and its proximity to Christmas is important too. It's uh, it's uh, the products that are going to be released in the lead up to Christmas. Most of them will be available before Christmas. So uh, an important show to attend, and we did again this year. We were a guest of LG uh, at the show this year, and we'll start talking about them actually. They're, the product they were revealed at IFA was a phone, and no ordinary phone. It was the V30. This is their their powerhouse flagship device. This is obviously an Android phone, and this is a it's a, got a six inch screen, and it's got it, it follows the tradition that we've seen this year, this trend I should say, of phones having that eighteen by nine aspect ratio. So the longer, narrower screen. It's got a quad HD screen, and it's also got an OLED screen. It's an OLED full vision display. So you know LG are well known for making those OLED TVs. Well, imagine that kind of quality in the palm of your hand. It has got a resolution of 2880 by 1440 and 538 pixels per inch, which is pretty sharp. And this device has a number of, of high-end features. The, the the previous model, the V20, appeared a little bit masculine. I think it looked uh, uh, LG, I think, underestimated the appeal factor of that, uh, or that they, I think they misplaced the, the design. I think it was a bit too masculine. I think that that's their own admission. They thought, well, with the V30, we wanted it not just to be, the, they wanted it not just to be for, for tech, really high-tech, uh, high-end users. They want it to be for everybody. And that's reflected in the design as well. There's, there's a, uh, It's got a slim, sleek design that has the curved edges on the glass. So it, it feels really good in your hand. 
uh, and and has high high quality audio uh, available in a range of attractive colours as well. It's quite durable too. It's got a H beam structure, and so it, it gives it that tensile strength, so that it's uh, pretty rugged. It's also covered with Corning Gorilla Glass Five, and even passed, would you believe, fourteen categories of military grade durability tests. So it can take a it can take a bit of punishment. So you, you don't be afraid to. The, the, if this is a, a phone that you need to treat with kid gloves, you know, obviously you've got to take care of it, but dropping it doesn't spell the end of the of, of your phone. Uh, it's just 7.3 millimetres thick, weighs only 158 grams, and the reason it's one of the lightest uh, phones in the 6-inch screen category is because of that OLED screen. There's, uh, it's thinner and lighter, and... Uh, the device is actually eight millimeters shorter than the previous model, the V20, and three millimeters narrower. Uh, yet, has, still has a six-inch screen. Uh, it has got a, it's got four gig of RAM, sixty-four gig internal memory, expandable with the micro SD card slot. But the the top features we want to talk about, apart from the display, the display I should also add has HDR10 format. So there's plenty of content you can enjoy online that is for that is HDR compatible. Even with mobile devices, this is one of them. But the other key point to talk about, I think, is the camera. This has got a dual lens uh, camera with a 16 and 13 megapixel camera behind each. It's got an f1.6 aperture to let in even more light. And it has a glass lens, crystal clear glass lens. Most other phones I've discovered has a plastic lens, has plastic on there, not not pure glass as this does so what what you're getting through that lens is really sharp uh, and really clear that, that helps to take a good photograph uh, the second lens is a 13 megapixel wide angle lens and has even less edge distortion that's one thing when you're taking wide angle shots that it just sort of distorts on on the on the edges of the photograph not so with this but here's a, a device too that's going to give you a great Great opportunity to shoot really nice videos. There's a Cine video mode, and that allows you to create your videos using the Cine effect. So what happens is you can apply different colors to give your video different moods. So it just adds a little a tinge to your video to give it that cinematic effect. The other feature with your video, too, is point zoom. So rather than zooming in on the just zooms into the middle of the of the screen, you can actually select a point that you want to zoom towards. So if it's a sign or a person or whatever, it'll zoom towards that object. It uh, look, looks quite quite neat in a in a video. Look, look looks quite professional actually as well. The uh, yeah the the video uh, is is excellent. You can even edit them together. And you can even jump into manual mode as well if you want to take some uh, photos and adjust your exposure and your shutter speed and things like that. And uh, overall, photos and videos look terrific. Uh, I'm going I'm to publish a hands-on of the device as well as the video that I shot while I was in Berlin later in the week in Tech Guide. But you can see uh, my story about the product on Tech Guide right now. It also has high-quality audio. If you're if you're into audio quality, I think this is important. If it has a high hi-fi quad DAC, and this is tuned by Bang and Olufsen, of, uh, so they know a little bit about audio. 
studio, there are also pre-programmed presets mixed in there. So the sound frequencies and decibel scales actually uh, work together so that it finds that great audio quality. So usually the same sort of quality that you find with professional headphones. And what's included with the with the uh, V30 is a pair of B&O Play earphones as well. So pretty high quality earphones right there in the box. Uh, on the battery side, you've got a 3,300 3, milliamp hour battery. Also supports wireless and fast charging. With that fast charging, you can get uh, after just 30 minutes of charge, you can achieve up to 50% of the the total charge. So that's pretty good if you're in a hurry. You've only got a half hour to plug her in. You can get up to half of your battery life back again. Pretty good. The V30 will be available in Australia late this month, early October, late September, early October. Pricing's yet to be announced, but it will be available in four colours, Aurora Black, Cloud Silver, Moroccan Blue, and Lavender Violet. Now, the, the device that I was given was the Lavender Violet. Uh, it looks quite good. Uh, but the uh, it, uh, it's not quite pink. It, I, I'm telling people it's purple, although more purpley silver. Uh, the colours are quite nice, uh, and and as is the design, it, it does look like a really sleek smartphone. Uh, and and LG not usually sort of one of the one of the heavy hitters in the phone market, but I think they've really hit the sweet spot here with both the design and the features uh, are, are really uh, have 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 created uh, combined to to form a really nice device. The V30, you can read about that at Tech Guide. But uh, the other, the their Korean rivals uh, at IFA is uh, was Samsung. They also had some announcements to make at this show, and they were all about about wearables. The uh, they announced three products at the show: the Gear Sport, uh, the Gear Fit Two Pro, and the Gear Icon X. And the two of them are wearables. One of them is the last one. The Gear Icon X is actually a pair of wire-free earphones. But let's talk about the Gear Sport first. Now, this is a smart watch. This isn't the Galaxy, uh, the, the Gear S4, by the way. Uh, this is just a sports version of the Gear. So it is uh, it's pretty stylish. Look, looks like a nice watch. Look, looks like a watch, which is a good thing for a smartwatch. Circular bezel, 1.2-inch Super AMOLED display. It's got an updated user interface and is obviously being called the Gear Sport. Is in, has got health and fitness and wellness in mind. So it is designed for that athlete who wants to not only keep track of the time and their notifications and all those sorts of things, but also for them to take with them on the road. It's got that rugged design as well, military-grade durability, and has interchangeable 20-millimeter straps. So your standard watch straps will fit on the Samsung Gear Sport. You can also use this watch if you've got Samsung... Uh, Internet of Things products in your home, like a fridge, smart fridge, a washer or whatever, a robot vacuum cleaner, you can also use Samsung Connect and the watch can act as a remote control, which is pretty cool. Also can control a VR, a Gear VR headset as well. You can also use it for Samsung Pay. Uh, they didn't announce pricing for these uh, at the moment, but uh, I will update my tech guide story to let you know. The other product they announced was the Gear Fit 2 Pro. Now, this is a sports band. It's got a curved 1.5-inch Super AMOLED touchscreen. 
uh, so you get all your notifications and all your updates. Got built-in GPS tracking as well, so you can map your ride or your run. I should also point out that the Gear Sport, the watch, and the Gear Fit 2 Pro are both water-resistant to 50 metres. In fact, they've both uh, Samsung has partnered with Speedo to to use the swimming training app Speedo on. So you can track your, your swim strokes, your lap counts, your metrics, your lap times, stroke types, everything like that is all able to be tracked using these two wearable devices. So if you're into your sports and your fitness, Samsung has got you covered like a tarpaulin. Uh, next up, you've got the Gear Icon X. Now, these are wire-free earphones. These aren't the first that Samsung have produced, but these are a massive improvement over the first one. For a start, uh, they're better and they're lighter and smaller, but they've also got the standalone Running Coach app on board. So that can be activated just by tapping the earbud, and then you get in-ear audio exercise status updates, and you put through a training session with your virtual coach. There's four gig of internal storage, so you can uh, listen to your music offline, uh, stream it. You can even connect a Bluetooth uh, headphones or earphones to this, so you don't even need your phone if you want to hear your music. Uh, can also uh, You can also use the Gear Icon X to tap into the new Bixby Voice Activated Assistant, which was an addition to the Galaxy S8 and S8 Plus and the upcoming Note 8 uh, in uh, the, a few weeks ago. Uh, the Note 8 is out on September the 22nd. All these devices, uh, pricing will be announced closer to the launch date, which we're expecting to be in, in a month or so. So keep an eye out for those. The, uh, the, both the LG V30 and the Samsung wearable stories are at techguide.com.au. Tech Guide. Keeping you updated and educated. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Finnick. All right, well, continuing with our EFA coverage here, we're going to next talk about Sony's offerings. And they did introduce some interesting new products. Uh, they've got some new earphones and headphones and speakers and projectors. We'll start off with the noise-canceling earphones. Now, the WF-1000X. Now, these are earphones. These are wire-free earphones, similar to the Samsung Icon X we just spoke about. These uh, sit in the each in each ear. No cable connecting them, no wires, no nothing, but they still have noise cancellation. It's all built into each of the buds, and the buds aren't too big, to be honest. They're, they're, they're pretty compact size, but they still offer that industry-leading noise cancellation technology, which is really handy if you're flying. I normally I travel with the Bose QC20s. They're the in-ear noise-canceling earphones. Uh, I just find it a little bit easier to have earphones rather than headphones on during a long flight. So if you do happen to fall asleep uh, with earphones, you're a lot more comfortable than falling asleep with headphones. These take it a step further without any cables whatsoever, although my only worry is that if you drop one of them, if it drops down the side of the seat or under your seat on a dark plane, how the hell are you going to find them? you just got to be super careful, I suppose. I'm really keen to give these a try. They're going to be three ninety nine when they're released in October. The other product that Sony introduced was the LF-S50G, and what that is is a voice-controlled speaker. This is going to give the Google Home a run for its money, as well as the Apple HomePod. Uh, Apple have that uh, wire-free uh, voice-activated speaker due in December, same time as the Sony product is is expected to land in stores. Two ninety nine ninety five, so it's going to be a lot cheaper than the HomePod. Uh, it's a little bit more expensive than Google Home. But what you're getting here is 
an, an, a product from Sony. Sony know a thing or two about audio quality. Now, Google Home is a handy speaker to have. It's not going to break any records in the audio quality department, but the Sony LF-S50G is going to probably give you a better audio, better sound quality uh, when uh, when th- with this 360 design, 360 degree design. So uh, Sony really taking the battle to Google right there and, and also to Apple. It is due in December, as we said, available in blue, black and white. So keep an eye out for that. December is also when the Apple HomePod uh, that we already mentioned is going to be announced. It is going to be a lot more expensive than 299 I'm expecting it to be 499 maybe even higher. So keep an eye out for that as well. And also, Sony, and I'm a massive fan of their projectors. I do currently own a 4K Sony home theater projector. It is a prized possession. I I do really admire the picture quality. And I sat down to see the new Sony projectors and was depressed at how much better they are than mine. The addition they have that I didn't have earlier is HDR. That's high dynamic range. So color, colors, contrast, everything was noticeably better. And there were three products in the range starting at 7999 for the VW260ES. This is all, all of them have HDR. Uh, and the only difference is, is in the brightness and, and other, other qualities, the, the quality of the, the lamp and the light source as well. The 760, uh, sorry, the, the next one up from the, uh, from the 260 ES is the 360 ES, which is $10,999. It's available in black or white. But at the top of the line, I saw this uh, projector in a demo at IFA in Berlin, and my jaw dropped and hit the floor. The VPL VW760ES projector has a la- is a laser projector, 4K, HDR, picture quality that's sharp enough to cut yourself on. And I asked how much it would be, uh, what, what the cost was, and he, the person who did the demo said it was going to be 20,000 euros. So if you do your math... It's going to probably we wouldn't expect much change from twenty five twenty six thousand dollars when it's released here in Australia in December. Uh, that is a superb uh, projector, and if money was no object, I would order one tomorrow. But money is an object, and I've got to just see maybe see how long my other projector is going to last, and before I think about replacing them. Hopefully, in the next couple of years, that quality is going to come down to a much cheaper price point. But at the moment, if you want the best, I'd say the VPL VW seven hundred and sixty ES four K projector is 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 the best projector money can buy. Simple as that. I have seen it. Have not seen anything better. Also uh, at IFA was Hisense. Now, Hisense is an up-and-coming brand that have had a a terrific year, not only in 2017, but also in 2016 with their Series 7, Series 8, Series 9 TVs. Now, what we saw at IFA from Hisense was an all-new TV called – it's a laser TV. And to be more precise, it's actually a short-throw projector that can uh, project a a 100-inch image from merely centimetres away from the wall. Normally a projector works where you need to actually put it back a few metres to project a large image. So with the Hisense laser TV, it's a short throw projector, so it can be like six inches from the wall and still project a 100-inch picture 
a, a, a 4K picture at that. So the whole package comes with the laser TV, a 100-inch uh, dedicated screen, so it'll be fixed to the wall. It also comes with speakers and a subwoofer. The unit itself has the center speaker. So this is an instant home theater, a projector home theater, right out of the box. With enough brightness, it's got 2,500 nits of brightness, which is bright enough for you to view it comfortably even during the middle of the day. So in daylight, you could easily see this screen. Normally, a projector uh, requires a a darkened room. A, a, and my phone is talking to me right now. Normally, what, what you require is... Uh, with a normal projector is is a, a, a room that you can make dark. And if you've got a dedicated room, a home theater like I do, that that's easy. I can make the room black as night and the projector's fine. But if you're using a, a, t- a product like the laser TV, which typically might not be used in a dedicated room, it might be just your everyday television, then that needs to be able to handle uh, being watched during the day. And I, I saw it on the, the Hisense stand at, at IFAD in Berlin. You can check out my picture on Tech Guide. And it was a brightly lit stand and the the picture quality the the brightness was was good enough for it to be what the, the light wasn't affecting it it was remarkable uh check that picture out on my story but uh price wise you th- you're looking at between 10 and 15,000 Aussie dollars if they do decide to bring it in the country so but you know you are getting a 100 inch TV try buying a 100 inch LCD TV LED TV you'd be paying You'd be paying about $45,000 for an LCD, LED TV of that size. So consider this, you're getting a 100-inch 4K picture for a quarter of the price of a 100-inch LED TV. So think of it like that. Also on the Hisense stand, they did have some uh, some new technology they were showcasing on, the, which will probably be part of their future products. And one thing we did see was the 1000 Zone ULED TV. And what, what that means is that the TV has 1000 zones for local dimming. That means the backlight can be turned on and off to create the blacks and the colors on the screen. With more zones for dimming, it's easier to localize those parts of the screen and have deeper blacks and brighter colors. So I did see this in the flesh too, and it looked terrific. And I think it's approaching the quality that you'd expect from an OLED TV, the organic light-emitting diode televisions where the backlight, uh, there is no backlight. The pixels are either on or off. But with this, with its local dimming, it can actually turn more more parts of the screen on or off depending on what it needs to display. And the result is deeper blacks and richer colors. Very impressive. The other thing at the Hisense stand was its invisible cable design. Now, this, this harkens back to what LG unveiled at CES earlier this year their wallpaper TV and what we saw there was a super thin screen up on the wall and then attached to using well in this case a near invisible cable there's a unit uh, underneath the screen which contains all the guts of the TV all the circuitry all the inputs the speakers and that's kind of the uh, the same similar uh, road that that Hisense has gone down to 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 replicate that kind of look where the screen is is super thin on the wall mounted but below it is the unit that has the sound bar and all the all the circuitry of the television really interesting uh, hopefully we might we may see them at the consumer electronics show next year so I'll be keeping an eye on that but if you want to read about Sony and Hisense you can check them out at techguide.com.au
Now, also at IFA was Alcatel. Alcatel's been a uh, the the brand that really can offer great quality products at very affordable prices. They've they've got a terrific reputation for offering high quality devices for only a couple of hundred bucks, and you'd think they're worth way more than what you paid for them. So that's a, a pretty pretty good skill to have as a company. And Alcatel have shown that again with two new smartphones. The Alcatel A7, a five-and-a-half-inch display, premium finish, 16-megapixel camera, and he's got a, it's got a 4,000-milliamp-hour battery, octa-core processor, all that for 299 bucks. And if you look at this, you hold it in your hand, actually, the quality, you think it's worth 500 600 maybe even 700 bucks. Uh, all the Alcatel products are going to be uh, released in early 2018 that I'm going to talk about during this part of the show. Also, they unveiled the Idol 5S. Now, the Idol's been a, a, a mainstay of the Alcatel phone stable, and the Al- Idol 5S has really maintained that quality. It's got a 7.5-millimeter metal unibody, 5.2-inch display, 2.5D curved glass, speakers on the front so your music sounds great, and it's got a 12-megapixel camera with uh, flashes on the front and back. So our 8-megapixel camera on the front has a flash, as does the 12-megapixel rear camera. Also has a Now button, which allows you to customize, instantly launch it with your favorite app, favorite task or function. That's on the side as well. Uh, also, you can have some fun with your photos with uh, cinema, cinema graphs, which means you can add movement to your still images. Really interesting and really aimed at the youth market who want a high-quality device but can't afford thousands of dollars. That too, the Idol 5S, 349 available in early 2018. But the really interesting product they unveiled in Berlin was a, the, a, a smartwatch for kids. It was called the Move Time Family Watch, 149 bucks, and it's a, a smartwatch that a kid could wear. So what, what it can be done, it can be used for a parent to track their child so they make sure where they are where they've got to be. But it also gives the child a chance to, if they do need, need to ring mum or dad, uh, there's a SIM card in this in the watch and allows them to call their mum or dad or whoever the designated calls happen to be for. Uh, and a really easy, easy way for them to to get in touch, or if you want, to, if parents need to get in touch with them, so handy to carry around. It's also got an SOS button, things like that, so you can initiate a call for help if there is something uh, in the event of emergency. It's also waterproof, IP67 rating, 450 milliamp hour battery, so it'll run for two days before you need to recharge it. Uh, and it's available in pink and blue with changeable faces. There's little games on board as well, so kids can stay amused. Used playing their onboard games, but parents know that they their child they know where their child is and they can contact them easily or be contacted by the child using the Move Time smartwatch. Move Time Family Watch is 149 bucks. It too will be available in early 2018. One other product we saw was from a company that is launching in Australia in the next couple of months. This company is called Ecovax Robotics. A massive Chinese company that are that are really close and one of the top robotic vacuum cleaner producers in the world. And I did see a demo of the new D bots that are coming to Australia, the D bot Osma six ten and the D bot Osma nine thirty, which are which can not only sweep and vacuum, they can also mop. So it can distinguish between carpets, flat surfaces, 
and adjust the power and suction to suit those type of surfaces as well. You can control it all or monitor it through an, an app on your smartphone. So you can actually see how far the, the, the robot vacuum has progressed through your home, whether it's finished or not. You can, you can even direct it to a certain spot in your home that needs cleaning through the app as well. Uh, the the device, the, the, the model that does include the mopping has a soft cloth underneath as well as a water tank so it can distribute the water and then mop your floor as it goes. So uh, a handy little helper to have around the home. Pricing not available yet. We're going to see them in Australia within in September, October time period, but they are sure to uh, be uh, attractive to customers. These are already pretty pretty popular in other markets around the world, and I think Australia is going to follow suit. You can read about it, the Alcatel smartwatch and the, the kids' smart the, the Alcatel smartphones, I should say, and the, the smartwatch for your child and the Ecovax vacuums at techguide.com.au. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Tech Guide. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Finnick. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly sponsored by Netgear, Australia's number one Wi-Fi brand. Well, you already know Arlo by Netgear, the worldwide leader in smart home security and creator of the world's first 100% wire-free, weatherproof HD security camera. Well, now you can get to know the new Arlo Pro with even more features, including two-way audio that allows you to talk to your kids, your pets, or whoever's at your front door right from your smartphone. Arlo has quick charge, rechargeable batteries, night vision, and live on-demand streaming. And yes, it is still 100% wire-free and weatherproof. So you can easily monitor your entire property inside and out. Arlo Pro takes just a few minutes to set up so you can check in on your home or business from anywhere using the free Arlo app on your phone, tablet or computer. Know what's happening in real time with advanced motion detection and never miss a moment with free cloud recordings for seven days. Visit arlo.com forward slash au for more info. Arlo and the new Arlo Pro by Netgear. Every angle covered. Tech Guide. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Finnick. Well, next up, we're talking about Apple and they have confirmed, ladies and gentlemen, an event for the iPhone, September the 12th is the event that Apple has confirmed, the launch event for what we're expecting, of course, to be for the new iPhone, the iPhone 8. Could be called iPhone Edition, iPhone X, iPhone Pro, we don't know. But what we do know is that the rumors very strongly suggest that the device is going to be all screen on the front, no home button. It's going to have a radical new design. 
and will have facial recognition, really sophisticated facial recognition, so that uh, it, it is likely to replace the fingerprint reader. Although my my gut feeling is that they will still have a fingerprint reader. It just won't be on the front because there's no home button anymore. It won't be through the screen, although the rumours suggest, yeah, that might be able to read your fingerprint through the display. I doubt that. You know what I'd do? If I was Tim Cook, I'd tell the engineers at Apple, put the fingerprint reader on behind the Apple logo. The Apple logo is right in the middle of the rear panel of the phone and would be perfect to have a fingerprint reader right underneath. I think that would be terrific. Hopefully, that might be the case. We'll find out next week when the event takes place. It's going to be on September the 12th, which is early 3 a.m., I think, September 13 in uh, eastern, eastern states here in Australia. And it is going to be held at the Steve Jobs Theatre at, at Apple Park. That's Apple's new campus in Cupertino. So a big event shaping up here. Number one, you're going to see a radically redesigned iPhone. Number two, it's the first redesigned for since 2014. Number three, it's going to be held at Apple's new campus, and in particular at the Steve Jobs Theatre. It'll be the first event that the Steve Jobs Theatre will host. And fittingly, it was Steve Jobs who 10 years ago introduced the first iPhone. So it's the 10th anniversary of the iPhone as well. Whether Apple's going to celebrate that at this event, we're yet to, yet to find out. But it does seem appropriate that it's going to be held at the Steve Jobs Theatre, the man who introduced the first iPhone to the world 10 years ago. Now, uh, as, as we said earlier, the rumor suggests we're going to see uh, a pretty radically redesigned iPhone 8. Uh, there's also going to be an updated iPhone 7, we should remember. There, there'll be an iPhone 7S, an iPhone 7S Plus. So uh, they are going to think, I think, follow more the traditional iPhone design. Where they will have a physical home button. Uh, the the iPhone eight, if if the information I'm hearing is correct, will sit somewhere between the iPhone seven and seven plus in terms of screen size. So if you want the really big screen, you need the seven S plus. If you don't want such a big screen, you go the seven. If you want something in between and sexy new design, then you go the new iPhone, which could be called iPhone eight, iPhone X, iPhone edition, iPhone Pro. We don't know, but it is it, it'll it'll be somewhere in between the the sizes of the iPhone that we know right now. I have not heard stronger rumors ahead of an Apple launch in my life. It seems pretty certain that that's what we're going to see. Uh, but as as is typical with Apple events, you don't know until the day. There's a possibility as well that they're going to unveil other products too. Uh, we're hearing there may be a new Apple TV in the works, which will stream 4K HDR content. May even be an updated Apple Watch. I think we're up to Series 2 was introduced last year. Series 3 may not look different, but it may have a slight tweak in terms of its functionality. May have a design tweak, you never know. But we will find that out. We will be at the event. Tech Guide has been invited to Cupertino by Apple. And we'll be reporting from there on our site and giving you all the very latest news about Apple's new iPhones and all their new products. But in the meantime, if you want to see a mock-up of what the iPhone 8 is going to look like and the invitation to the event and also a picture of what the Steve Jobs Theatre on the Apple campus looks like, you can check all of that out at techguide.com.au. Tech Guide. Now, a Tech Guide review with Stephen Fennick. Tech Guide. 
Well, these new products from Sphero are very dear to our hearts. They are Star Wars products, and in particular, they are app-enabled droids. Now, we've seen BB-8, and he's still around and doing great business for Sphero, but they've introduced two new droids. One you know already, R2-D2. It is probably the most detailed and authentic R2-D2s I've seen in terms of the, the way they move, the way it sounds. It's like it's stepped off the screen into reality. and It is brilliant. And it can be controlled with your phone using the Sphero app. can make all these sounds and wheel around on, it can, can bounce around on two legs, but also it's got the, the third leg that pops out the bottom. As if you watch closely in the films, that's what R2-D2 does. If you need to sort of be, to be moving around pretty quickly, he can do that with his third leg popping out the bottom and uh, he can move around pretty, pretty quickly. So um, the R2-D2, which we've seen and we've shot a video actually and put it put it up on Tech Guide is remarkable. But the biggest surprise, and these products were unveiled last Friday when it was Force Friday 2, the biggest surprise was the new product, which was an all-new character, and it's BB-9E. Now, it looks similar to BB-8. looks like it's an evil twin brother. It's black. It has got a more angular head or dome, I think I should call it, although it's not officially a dome shape. But it is a, a similar astromech droid, but with an affiliation with the First Order. It's got a black ball section, uh, black dome as well, and makes slightly different sounds to BB-8. So expect to hear uh, more about BB-9E, who is uh, a star of The Last Jedi, which is the new Star Wars film that's going to be in cinemas in December. Can't wait for that. But Sparrow has absolutely knocked it out of the park in terms of uh, the, the quality of the products and their functionality. They, they do all work from the same app. They have all the, the authentic film movements and the sounds uh, all controlled through the app. R2-D2 in particular, the sound doesn't come from the app. If you're using BB-8 or BB-9E, the sounds actually come from the, from your phone. But with R2-D2, he's got his own speakers, so the sounds actually come from the product, not from the app, which makes it even better. The other things you can do with the products is use augmented reality trainers. So you can see the, all these holographic simulations. You can even place the droids into memorable Star Wars locations using that uh, the holographic effect there. So it is, it is a, a, that sort of product that many layers to the product. The devices, if you put them together, can actually interact as well. They can talk to each other. And our favorite feature is they have the watch with me feature. And that is allows you to, when you're watching Star Wars or any of the Star Wars movies, these droids will react to what's on the screen. It is, uh, it is remarkable, and you can just imagine when The Last Jedi comes out uh, on, uh, on, on 4K disc, hopefully, or Blu-ray, imagine what BB-9E is going to get up to, even R2-D2 and BB-8. You can put them all together and watch the movies together and hear what they've got to say. They react to various things on the screen. It's quite interesting. BB-8 already can, can already do it when you're watching The Force Awakens. And yes, we've done it. We watch BB-8 and... 
what he did was he actually, when he saw himself, he was quite happy. When he saw Kylo Ren, he sounded scared. So it's really, really uh, interesting how they react to what happens on the screen. Something you've got to check it out for yourself, and, and you've got to just check these out. Uh, you, you can only... They need to be seen to be believed. That's how good these new products are. We, of course, have covered that story at Tech Guide and shot a great video so you can see the BB9E and R2D2 from Sphero in action. I encourage you to check that out at techguide.com.au. Well, while we were in New York a week and a half ago, and while we were there, we were actually invited by Apple to a special event to showcase the upcoming apps that are going to take advantage of Apple's AR kit, their augmented reality kit, which is coming with iOS 11 for the iPhone and the iPad. Now, this is these apps and were on, could only have been possible because Apple built this brilliant little toolbox called AR kit. And these developers have taken advantage of that technology, and we were given a showcase uh, as to how they're going to look, how they're going to work, and we were very, very impressed. The first one was Giphy World. We've all heard of, all heard of GIFs, and we've shared them, no doubt. But imagine being able to place GIFs around you in the real world. When you look through the window of the Giphy World app, you see through the camera what's around you, but you can place GIFs around the room. And you can even record a video with the GIFs in it, send it along. But someone else could come along with Giphy World and see the GIFs that you've left behind. It's like this little treasure hunt where you can find these GIFs that have been placed in your surroundings. And then when you use the app to see them, the, the GIFs actually happen to be placed near objects. And uh, you, you may have used a GIF to label an object or to leave a message for somebody. It is a really interesting app. Uh, can create scenes and videos by placing the GIFs in the environment and then others can come along and discover those. It's really, really cool. But I think one of the more interesting and more practical uh, augmented reality apps comes from IKEA. The app's called IKEA Place. And anyone who knows IKEA, of course, they sell lots of furniture, uh, flat packs, and you need to, usually if you're thinking about buying a sofa or a chair or whatever or a desk, you need to get the tape measure out, go to your room that, where, where the furniture's going to be, you need to then measure it, go to the store, make sure it fits in that space, you try to picture in your head how it's going to look. Well, AR, IKEA Place, the AR app, IKEA Place will take all that and do it for you. So imagine where you've got, say you've got an empty corner in a room and you think, well, I wonder what a chair or a couch would look like in there. So what you can do is scroll through the couches or chairs or whatever you need to look at, a bed, a fold-out bed, and then place it in that corner. So what the, what the app does is it maps the floor of the room and then can place an object through using augmented reality at the right scale, 98% accuracy in the, in the scale of the product, and it lets you place it and arrange it. And then when, when you're happy with the placement, you can walk up to it while you're looking through the camera on the IKEA Place app and then walk around it and under it and see exactly what it would look like and how it will fit in your home. 
this is an absolute game changer. And I think one of the one of the, the AR apps you're going to see become very, very popular very, very quickly. So imagine being able to place things like rugs and lamps and chairs, tables, other furniture in 3D around your room, in your room, and you can literally picture it, how it would look, how it would fit in your home before you've even spent a cent. Amazing new app from IKEA. Other AR apps include uh, an adaptation of the Very Hungry Caterpillar book, that carry the, the favorite book by Eric Carle. And what it does, it actually allows a child to uh, hatch an egg and watch the caterpillar grow. Uh, there'll be virtual trees, augmented reality trees, where you can shake them and then the food drops out, the fruit, and the, the caterpillar can eat it and then grow and then turn into a butterfly. It basically takes the events of the book and creates an augmented reality experience around it. It's based on exactly from where, whatever room you happen to be sitting in. But naturally, AR is conducive to playing games, and we did see two games in this demo. The first is called Arise, and it uses AR Kit to create this amazing world where you can place each level in, in the room where you happen to be in, and what you need to do is guide the character through each level. And what you do is you use line of sight and perspective to create a pathway for the character to march through. If you don't quite understand that, we have created, there is a video on Tech Guide that shows it in action. But it is, it is one of those games where you, the, the objective is the game is to pick up artifacts to advance to the next level. But you need to line up the character's path using perspective. Uh, it is a really interesting game. The other game that was uh, on show was a, a, a game based on the really popular TV series, The Walking Dead. I'm sure you've heard of that. Well, The Walking Dead is one of the a very one of the more popular TV shows in the world. We're, we're talking um, massive popularity and been running for a few seasons. And what this game allows you to do is to enter the world of of the zombie apocalypse. Whether you're at home or in the park or in the office, whatever you happen to be. You can set up a game where you can be moving the app around and see you'll find footsteps and then zombies are looming around you. You need to you need to fight alongside the characters from the from the show, uh, viewing it through your phone or your iPad and trying to shoot them or use a bow and arrow or a crossbow to shoot them and, and to win that level. And then at the end of it, you can then pose for a picture with the characters that helped you do it. If you're a Walking Dead fan and really needs to be seen to be to be understood, uh, you can check that out at Tech Guide as well. But other little fun apps are, include In the Kitchen, which is a, an augmented reality cooking app. So you can actually customize and create create and customize virtual desserts like uh, cakes and cupcakes, decorate them, and then. Uh, save them and share them on social media if you like. So a bit, a bit of practice with your cupcakes. You can actually do that using the ver the augmented reality apps from Apple. So check those out. That's Giphy World, IKEA Place, The Very Hungry Caterpillar, Arise, Walking Dead, and In the Kitchen. These are upcoming augmented reality apps that are going to be part of iOS 11 and no doubt the new iPhone. So definitely worth checking out the iOS 11 augmented reality apps coming soon. But if you want to see them now and view the video, you can check that out at techguide.com.au. Keeping you updated and educated. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fenning. Tech Guide. 
The Tech Guide podcast is proudly sponsored by Norton, the company that helps keep you and your family safe online. There's lots of valuable stuff stored on your computer. You think about it, family photos, videos, tax and work documents. Well, what would you do? How would you react if all of a sudden they were gone? encrypted and impossible to retrieve. Well, what I've just described is called ransomware. That's a malware that locks you out of your own files, then demands that you pay up or lose access to them forever. That, unfortunately, is on the rise here in Australia. In fact, Australia is now the most targeted country for ransomware attacks in the Southern Hemisphere. Norton Security Premium is a powerful internet security solution that can help keep you safe from ransomware, including the recent WannaCry ransomware, by blocking dangerous files and warning you against dodgy links before you click and backing up files from your PC to the cloud so you'll have a copy of everything if anything goes wrong. To learn more about how to protect your online life, visit au.norton.com. Now, answering all your tech questions, the Tech Guide Help Desk. Our Tech Guide Help Desk today is, uh, we we received a a concerned email from a mum who was concerned about her daughter's email account, and she was asking whether, could you need a device to be able to track someone's emails, because she suspects her daughter's ex-husband may be reading her emails. And my reply to that was, well, you don't really need a device to do that. All you need to know is the password of that account. So if you know the email address, obviously, if you know the password to that address, you can monitor that email address through a browser. You can even, you can even install that account on your phone and just keep an eye on, the, on what emails are coming in and read emails. That, that isn't hard to do if you know the password. And my suggestion was to, to keep an eye out on on the account and to see whether there were messages that the, the daughter had not read but that had been opened. Normally, if you, there's an unread email, there's normally a little dot next to it, and until you click on that email, uh, it is unread, and, and it is marked that way. But if you find that there's been an email that's been opened in your inbox and you have not read that email before then it's a pretty good bet someone else is in your inbox. Now, the the most immediate thing you you need to do in this situation is to change your email password. And look, I have heard of there's there's lots of spyware and and various apps that can be installed on phones to track text messages and listen in on phone calls. They exist, but the person needs access to the target's phone to install that without them knowing. So if that's the case... Uh, I think that the phone may be, may need to be restored to factory settings so that the if there is this Trojan on the phone, it can be flushed out. But I'm pretty sure as well that these Trojans, or whatever you like to call them, would probably be even protected from a restore. That's how good they are and how, in, how deeply embedded they would be within the phone. So there, there's some answers for you. Hopefully uh, this does solve the problem. But, yeah, keep an eye on that password. I'd change it straight away and see if things start to change. Hopefully that, that is it, and it was just the password that, that this person knew. But uh, we, we'd, uh, we're hoping that that helps and solves the problem. Uh, we have spoken about the importance of protecting passwords and changing them regularly. So email your email account, uh, you should follow that rule of thumb as well. You're listening to Tech Guide. 
And that is the end of our show, ladies and gentlemen, for this week. You can read about everything, of course, that we've spoken about at techguide.com.au. And if you want to get in touch, you can email us at info at techguide.com.au. A special thanks to our sponsors, Netgear, the brand you can trust for all your Wi-Fi needs. And also a shout-out for Norton, the company that can help keep you, your family, and your devices safe online. Thank you for listening. We look forward to you joining us again next week. So until then, stay safe and stay connected.